0: Hey yo, welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. My name is Chris, I am your humble host, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. Uh, Tonight is a somber episode uh, because of what uh, has transpired over the last uh, 72 hours. Um, Rest in peace to Scott Hall, better known as Razor Ramon. passed away earlier today after hip surgery complications uh suffering from three heart attacks while under uh truly sad it's 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 a terrible thing to to happen anytime anyone uh, in the wrestling world or any world or, or in your world passes away it's never good uh it's another one that I remember from the early nineties being Razor Ramon, being the bad guy, being probably one of the better heels at that particular time. Their their vignettes before he made his debut was really, really good. Uh if you remember WWE Challenge on Saturday af- mornings or afternoon, wherever you watched it from, was really interesting because they would do a lot of vignettes beforehand. He, he was one of those that when he wrestled you'd watch because in many cases, he was probably one of the first real big men, big mans, Besides Undertaker, that could move like that. You know, very agile. Just when you watched him, you knew exactly that he was going to put forth a, a great effort no matter when he was out. You know, he had a really great Intercontinental Championship run when he beat uh, Shawn Michaels in the ladder match. If you if you have uh, a chance, definitely rewatch that. It's one of the better ones. It pretty much put both men on the map. I mean, Shawn Michaels was already on the map because of what how he turned his back on on uh, Marty Jannetty. But his That was a great match it's one of, it's, uh, it's probably a top 10 match, no matter what, but it's such a great match. It really is. And then him and Kevin Nash leaving for WCW becoming the outsiders and really becoming the founding members of NWO. Uh, he was one of those guys that you definitely looked forward to seeing Someone that you enjoyed watching, you know, I'm not going to get into the other stuff because it's not important, you know, we all know what happened and we all know that, you know, alcohol and drugs took a, a, a real part of his career, but we're not going to get into that because, you know, I mean, why beat you over the head with it? you already know about it, and the man has passed away. So it's not really the time or place. Um, the other bad news that happened over the weekend was Biggie. E. Uh, if you watch SmackDown, you know what happened. He was in a match. He was in a tag team match, and he was on the outside, and they did a belly-to-belly suplex and flipped him over, and biggie just landed right on his head and i found that to be very interesting why don't it's not interesting cuz it's you know a man's livelihood is at stake here but what i find interesting is that a couple months ago on tiktok i found an interview that he did where he basically said that you have to have trust in your in your partner in your opponent because you have to make. You have to be one hundred percent sure that this person is that when you walk into the ring, you are going to walk out of the ring with them, and that you are not going to that he's not going to drop you on your head. You know, you are out to make money, and you are hearing a lot of reports that you are hearing a lot of reports that that, that this could be uh, that this could force him to retire uh i i saw on TikTok or instagram where he has said that it's that there's no surgery needed it's two i think it's the c1 and c4 i believe he said that are uh com- that are completely they're not broken they're just they've adjusted so uh luckily he's not gonna have to have surgery it's just going to be a lot of rehab, probably keep him in a neck brace for the, for at least a couple of months and then go from there. So, uh, he's a biggie is one of those that, you know, it, anyone smaller that wasn't working out as much as he was it, we're probably talking about someone that's not walking anymore. But since Biggie is such a big specimen, he's, you know, he's just one big muscle that more than likely saved him. More than likely. So, you know, hopefully he gets, you know, hopefully within a year he comes back bigger, better than ever. But those are the two somber moments. Uh, so when you, um, next time you have a toothpick, just flick it at someone and think of Scott Hall. Uh, news and notes. I know I said I was gonna do news and notes, so we're doing that tonight. Uh, you know, we have the we have the bad news. Uh, we're still not too sure about what's going on with Cody Rhodes. Last we've heard that he's not completely dead. He was expecting, from what I've read, he was expecting bigger offers than what he's getting, and he's not too sure what he's gonna do. There's been reports that he's going to eventually sign with WWE. He'll make his debut at, at WrestleMania. There's also been reports that because AEW bought ROH, that Cody Rhodes could, in fact, be someone that kind of helps uh, kind of focus uh, some attention on ROH. He's not getting any younger he's probably got one more contract in him before you know he hits his late 30s early 40s you have to really you know you have to think about one last big payday and then kind of just go on your way but who knows you know uh he doesn't seem like the type that is going to keep wrestling just to wrestle. Uh, one of the things I, I find very interesting is, especially like some wrestlers once they once they leave and then they come back a few years later because, quote unquote, they don't want to be forgotten. You know, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan famously always says that I don't want to be forgotten. You're never going to be forgotten. Unfortunately, what people are gonna try and forget is what you've said and done and all that stuff. That is what makes you forgettable now. So, you know, it it another thing that I find interesting is that you're seeing a lot of the second generation, third generation wrestlers that are basically like, you know what, I'm not gonna do what my dad and his dad did to th- to them. I'm going to be, I'm going to be with my family, you know, um, uh, Mr. Perfect's son is a perfect example. He's a third generation and he just eventually just walked away. He's back in Minnesota. He's happy with his kids and he's basically living his life. Uh, million dollar man's son, uh, Teddy DiBiase jr is another example you know second generation wrestler doesn't want to do what he what his dad did to him he's not wrestling anymore you know I don't know if he's going to do if if he will just walk away because now they, they have a kid now they have a daughter so he's going be one he wants to be more involved. And you have to, and you, you know, and if that's the case, then you're like, all right, God bless, enjoy yourself and, you know, raise your kid, you know, and, you know, we'll see you down the line. So there's that. There's also, I know I I kept saying last week and the week before about hearing about uh, Austin. But I think it's interesting because now they're real. Now they're saying that's not a match. It's going to be a KO show uh, segment, so that more than likely will only be about maybe five, maybe ten minutes. You're not going to, you know, people thinking that there that there was going to be an actual match match. You were just kidding yourself if you really thought that someone that hasn't wrestled in 19 years was going to actually be there and wrestle for 10, 15 minutes. It just wasn't going to happen. I'm I'm happy to say that Pat McAfee isn't going to be wrestling Vince McMahon. I think that was just something that a lot of people were just throwing their hats at. They were just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it would... It would stick. Um, Him versus Austin uh, Theory, I think that's going to be a decent match. It's kind of, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's doing everything he can to make you want this match to work. I'm glad it's not for the Intercontinental title. Kind of stinks that he lost the title again, the way he did. But it it works for me. I'm just kind of glad that the title's not involved because it makes it makes uh, Johnny Knoxville more likely to win, as opposed to having the title on the line. Because more than likely, you're not going to put the title on on Johnny Knoxville. It just won't happen you were still looking for veer he still hasn't made his debut you know you've been getting commercials for months that is coming who the hell knows when he's going to show up he more than likely will probably show up after wrestlemania if not at wrestlemania uh, the AJ Styles versus Edge. I think that's a great match. I think it's a once in a lifetime type of match. Uh, I I just think that it's another one of those where you're just glad it it's happening and it's going to be a great match. I'm still trying to I'm still trying to convince myself that that this Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar isn't going to go one way because I, I honestly, I just don't know what they're going to do. My, my head says that Brock is going to lose, but my heart says that he's going to win. Now, the thing you keep hearing all of us said now is, is that Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns have been having a lot of uh, really great house shows, matches, and I really, oh, I've really have said this a, a couple of times, but I really think that that Drew McIntyre was kind of like unfairly. Uh, dismiss this champion. I think I think that a lot of people kind of just gave him more of a uh, they didn't give him a fair chance because it happened during the pandemic and because honestly really what what did he what did he gain by losing to Randy orton? To begin with. Really nothing. They they had three matches. And it was probably one too many. You know, because I think they had like three. They, they wound up having three pay-per-view matches. And then they wound up having a Raw match. Where he beat him to get the title back. But. See, because like to me. Randy Orton doesn't need the title to be relevant. Drew McIntyre, you can totally tell, kind of needs the title because, again, he's getting stuck with... with uh, Happy Corbin. I mean, really? Why? You know, it's just getting ridiculous, and it's just getting one of these where he should be given better because he did what he did during the pandemic he was carrying raw through it all you know and instead he wound up having a he he kind of had a 10 month reign 10 11 month reign as champion as a two-time champion and then he he loses again to to Randy Orton, wins it back the following Raw, and then he winds up he winds up having, in my opinion, probably one of the better uh, elimination chamber matches. Wins is about ready to walk back, it gets attacked by Bobby Lashley. And then Miz comes out with the with the uh, with the briefcase and cashes in, you know. And then winds up going and having, uh, you know. And and then Lashley wins the title and back uh, wins it from the Miz the following Monday, and then and then Lashley and Drew McIntyre wind up having a couple matches over a couple pay-per-views. There was the match at WrestleMania which I, I to me I was just so disappointed because it was just like come on, really, you know. It it sucks because I really think that he he just was given a bad hand. So, you know, I, I, to me, I think he deserves better. And I think he does deserve another chance with the title, but with two, but with them combining the titles and who knows what they're going to do with it, you know, it's one of those where, you know, where's Drew McIntyre and all this, where's all of this, um, The fact that Seth Rollins still doesn't have a match doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, They still... I don't think they've announced anything for SmackDown. Well, no. SmackDown, it's going to be the the Usos versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boggs. Uh, I I think that could be a decent match. I just don't... I just don't know where they're going to you know, where it all leads to, really, because more than likely Nakamura and Boggs are going to win the titles. So there's that. Um, I know I, I, I wanted to talk again about AEW. I think they're doing their business model is doing really really well and 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 they're really doing things in my opinion the right way they're doing things they're giving you paper they're giving you pay-per-view level type of 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 two hours you know what i mean they're doing it the right way. They're doing it, it. They know exactly their crowd, and they know exactly where to go with it. They are. They're gonna. They're gonna sell out those the smaller arenas, that the seven to tenth the seven to eight thousand seaters. And they know that that is what's going to work for them. You know, they're not going to try and, and, and sell out Madison Square Garden. They're not going to try and sell out the United Center. They're not going to try and sell out, you know, uh, the American Airline Arena in Miami or in Dallas. They're not going to go to Staples Center. They're not going to go to these bigger events, to the bigger arenas. They're just going to go to the eight to 9,000 seaters and they're like, okay, here's our price. Have at it. And they can sell out. And that's what's so wonderful about it. And then they can, you know, then they can make their money off of other things and they're doing a really, really good job. Um, the the CM Punk MJF match, the Dog Collar match. I've only seen I think I've only seen like maybe one before and those are really really it those are those are really good matches, you know, very physical, very like I said physical, it's brutal, it's one of those where that chain is a weapon from the get-go. A lot of blood and it's a good match. And it was a really good match and they they told a really good story. And, And Maxwell Jacob Friedman is probably top three heels in my opinion wrestling right now. He just does things differently. And he can just make your skin crawl. And he just is like, I'm better than you, and I'm gonna show you why I'm better than you. And that's what he does. He just does it. I really like Adam Page as our champion. I think that he's he's a good he's a good um face champion. I really like the fact that Daniel Bry- Bryanson and John Moxley are kind of a tag team and they have William Regal as their, as their manager. William Regal, I think, really kind of just... He, he did so much for NXT and when he got released, you saw everyone past and present from NXT that was like, He did so much for me. And it's like, you know, he, I I read somewhere where they were talking about the fact that he did a two hour lecture on the proper way to make a pen. Two hours. Who does that? William Regal does, because he knows how to tell a story. He knows how to do the finer points of all of it. And he's really, really good. He he was always one of my favorite... He, he was always one of those heels that you enjoy to, to boo. Because he was good. You know, his Lord William Regal was really good um, when he was part of WCW. You know, because when he first started, he was like a working man. And then all of a sudden... They find him and they're like, oh, you're from, you're part of this this royal family. And he's like, really? And then they usher him off to London and all of a sudden now he's this snooty little, you know, this snooty little wrestler and all of a sudden it worked, you know? I just really think that him at Aew is gonna really benefit a lot of the younger wrestlers. it it just makes a lot of sense because I think sting with Darby Allen works on so many levels. he kind of gives him that that really, really good, you know, he he's that older, wiser wrestler that kind of is like here this is how you do things this is how you do things this is how you do this this is how you do that he's able to kind of show him what's what and that's what works uh i i just think that they can sprinkle in veterans and with the the newer wrestlers and they can they just show it the right way you know I do think AEW does need to kind of work on their women's wrestling division. But I think it also doesn't help right now because the two people that were kind of in charge of the women's wrestling are, aren't there right now in Brandy Rhodes and uh, and Kenny Omega, you know. I think both of them not being there, I think that kind of puts a, a a damper on things, but I do think that they can figure it out. I'm not saying that they need to get a certain wrestler or anything like that. I just think that you need to start building up some of these, these wrestlers that you can kind of build off of because it's getting a little tiring watching Britt Baker DMD win, and she's just destroying everybody, you know. And, and and yeah, that's what makes a great heel. But you gotta put someone out there that that it can go toe to toe with her, you know. And I kind of thought that Ruby Soho was that person. Not gonna happen. Uh, Thunder Rosa. Not gonna happen. You know, you need to put someone out there. So who knows who that's going to be. I just think that they do need to figure it out on the women's side, but that's like a small gripe on my part. But other than that, AEW is doing amazing work of that. And also now that they have ROH that Tony Khan bought, I just think that that's what makes it so much better that they're going to be able to instill some of ROH's people and be just basically be able to put that out there. And I think that's what's going to make it really, really good. Other than that, I think I'm done for the night. Uh, I will be back on, on Wednesday or Thursday. I still want to do another WrestleMania recap episode of a match. I believe we're going to be watching uh, uh, ten, uh, that night. I will uh, re watch and kind of dissect uh, Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 5. Uh, the Mega Powers Explode, go through that and kind of talk about that almost year long. Uh, almost year-long build from that so I will talk to you all later and I will talk to you again at Wednesday or Thursday good night